Tell Me What Happened, the podcast that features folks from all walks of life telling us one childhood story that impacted who they are today. I'm your host, Jay Rehack, and like you, I've had my share of childhood experiences, some of them pretty wonderful and some of them pretty painful. But I like to think that everything that happened to me as a child has impacted who I am today and hopefully made me better for it. Tell Me What Happened is sponsored by LaughSaver.com. Visit LaughSaver.com and record your laughter. We'll keep it for you now and forever. It's free and your children and your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren will thank you for it. Tell Me What Happened is also sponsored by Sidelining Publishing, publishers of quality books, including Susan Salador's classic, One Little Act of Kindness, available on Amazon.com and wherever quality books are sold. All right, today I have as my guest, Anna Munson Carpenter. Anna's an old friend of mine whom I met through my daughter. Both of them attended McAllister College up in Minnesota, and they both played volleyball together. Anna is currently an ICU nurse up in Minneapolis, and she's also a former perfectionist. Welcome to the show, Anna. Hi, Jay. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. All right. Are you ready to tell your story, Anna? Yeah, sure. Let's get into it. All right. I'm going to get out of the way. And at the end, I'm going to ask you one question, Anna, and that is, how do you think that story has impacted who you are today? But take it away, Anna. Okay. So my story, I guess, starts when I was six or seven years old. I started to play the viola. For those that don't know, the viola is a smaller cello or a bigger violin is how I would describe it to people. Uh, and I also played sports and joined a bunch of clubs and really was involved in a lot of things growing up. And when I got to high school, I was still playing my viola and I made the chamber orchestra as a freshman and it was a really big deal. My middle school instructor was really proud of me and I ended up becoming the first chair of the orchestra. So in other parts of my life, playing sports, giving speeches, I have no fear, no stage fright, nothing. I could thrive under pressure or, you, you know, want to score the winning point of a game. I could give a speech uh, to 5,000 people or 10 people, didn't matter. But when I played the viola, no matter how much I prepared, I would freeze up when I had a solo. And when I was a freshman, I was in the solo ensemble. Everyone in the conference had, or in the district had to do a solo if you were in orchestra. And my teacher goes to start the piano to start the song and I completely freeze. She has to restart. My whole family's watching, mind you. And I start again. About two bars in, I completely stop again. Now I'm shaking basically. And my teacher's looking at me like, what are you doing? What is happening? And she's a very, very serious teacher. So I know she's mad at me. And then she starts again. And for the third time I make it one bar in and I just start 
bawling my eyes out. (laughs) I couldn't do it. So then I stopped that solo. They didn't make me finish, thankfully. I very much appreciate that that day from that teacher. (laughs) And this became a theme throughout my high school orchestra experience. I was our first year viola. And if you're not familiar with orchestra etiquette, when you're the first chair of your section, if a solo comes up in the middle of a piece, you are responsible to play it. Well, my first time that had to happen during an ensemble, in the middle of the concert, I just didn't play it. And the four bars went by and then the orchestra just continued. And everyone's looking at me in the orchestra, my friends, like, what are you doing? What what happened? And I just thought it was a one-off and then it happened again. And it was the weirdest thing, but I, so my story is essentially that I couldn't play solos um, as a violist. And it was the first time in my life that being really prepared for something or practicing something all the time didn't pay off. It didn't matter. And I was such a perfectionist, as Jay had mentioned in my life, but that also came with preparation. I knew I could get it the way I needed it to be if I prepared and it just wasn't going to happen. So after not being able to do the solos for three years now, I can't count how many solos I failed to do (laughs) in the middle of performances. My senior year teacher finally said, you know what, Anna, this year, why don't you just skip solo ensemble? You don't have to do it. It's fine. You don't have to do the solos anymore. And I was so incredibly relieved. (laughs) So yeah, I think that is my, the end of the story. (laughs) Well, I know what you're talking about a little bit, the notion of freezing up or whatever, or the hesitancy. Do you feel like, I mean, have you played music since then? No, I haven't played much. I tried to play about a year ago to take lessons from someone and get back into it, maybe join a community orchestra. And it was from a person who played in Europe and she was very, very, very good. And she did not think I knew what I was doing at all. I came in as an adult learner with basic skills because I did know how to read music and use the instrument. And she was like, no, 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 no. You must start over. (laughs) We must start from scratch. So I, I really haven't played much since that. (laughs) So how do you think that experience in high school impacted who you are today? Yeah, so I think as someone who is a self-proclaimed perfectionist, who always wanted sort of the limelight or to be the person to, you know, score the last point or give the big speech or be the leader of a group, it was the first time that it was better if I didn't. (laughs) And I was really okay with that. And it was the first time I felt comfortable giving it up and letting other people play the solo and still enjoying being a part of the orchestra as a whole. And I knew that I was really good at what I did with the team, like with the orchestra and that I was important to that. And I had accepted that and actually was at peace with it where I had never found piece with stepping back and letting someone else who's better at something do it over myself. So I think that was a really important lesson to learn now as a nurse, even, you know, it's a team effort healthcare is. And sometimes there's people who are better at, you know, placing IVs or 
you know, doing certain skills or they just have more experience and maybe I'll get to where they are at one day and it's okay. I'm happy to let them do it. I know it's better for them and I know I can help in other ways. That's just as important, but just a little different. And I, I don't think of the orchestra as a team, like orchestras aren't called teams very often. They're called, you know, ensembles or gosh, I don't even know, but to me, it's just that team mentality, same with sports, same with work, same with community. It's like we all need to work together and we all can play our role. And I personally am okay with whatever role I find. I love it, man. I, I'm telling you, that's that's wisdom. They came to you at, a, I think, a relatively young age. I mean, if, if, you, if yeah. you came to that after the experience of uh, deciding you didn't need to be do the solos, I mean, I think mm-hmm. it's hard sometimes to give that to give that up at the same time to say, it's okay. I'm still great at what I do. It's just the solos aren't necessarily my thing <laughs> no. or whatever it is, but that's great. Well, I, I'm, uh, I'm impressed. I wish I could play viola or any real instrument, but listen, I want to thank you for being on the show. Your insights sort of stirred up in me. Some of my own feelings of, uh, you know, times when I froze up and I shouldn't have or whatever I did, but uh, you get over it. But thank you for being on the show, Anna Munson Carpenter. Thank you, Jay. All right, well, that's our show. I'd like to thank my guest, Anna Munson Carpenter, former perfectionist and current ICU nurse. Also like to thank our sponsors. And I'm going to end this show a little differently, sort of uh, in honor of Anna. I'm going to end with Susan Salador's classic, The Boo Boo Blues. So until next time, this is Jay Rehack asking you all to stay safe out there and try not to hurt anybody. See your
Fix it for you.